Today is the last day that we are in the book of Isaiah. We have been in this study for the better part of a year. What an amazing journey it has been. And I believe that it has truly deepened our souls and given us a better grasp on this very significant book in the Bible. Many of you have told us how impactful Isaiah has been. And we give God all the praise for how he meets us and transforms us, how he awakens us when we seek wisdom through his word. This is Isaiah 66, 1 through 10. Thus says the Lord, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What is the house that you would build for me? And what is my resting place? All these things my hand has made, and so all these things are mine, says the Lord. But this is the one to whom I will look, to the humble and contrite in spirit who trembles at my word. Whoever slaughters an ox is like the one who kills a human being. Whoever sacrifices a lamb like one who breaks a dog's neck. Whoever presents a grain offering like one who offers swine's blood. Whoever makes a memorial offering of frankincense is one uh, like one who blesses an idol. Those who have chosen their own ways and in their abomination they take delight. I will also choose to mock them and bring upon them what they fear. Because when I called, no one answered. And when I spoke, they did not listen. But they did what was evil in my sight and chose what did not please me. Hear the word of the Lord, you who tremble at his word. Your own people who hate you and reject you for my namesake have said, Let the Lord be glorified so that we may see your joy, but it is they who will be put to shame. Listen, an uproar from the city, a voice from the temple, the voice of the Lord dealing retribution to his enemies. Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came upon her, she delivered a son. Who has heard of such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall a land be born in one day? Shall a nation be delivered in one moment? Yet as soon as Zion was in labor, she delivered her children. Shall I open the womb and not deliver, says the Lord? Shall I, the one who delivers, shut the womb, says your God? Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her. All you who love her, rejoice with her in joy, all who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast, that you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious bosom. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God indeed. So we begin this book, we end this book in much the same way that we began it. Yahweh is talking and speaking truth to the nation of Judah. This is a wondrous theme of Isaiah, God's many, many conversations to his people. In chapter 1 and in chapter 66, there are changes the people should make if they want to have peace with their creator, if they want to know real purpose in their lives. The Lord is faithful, yet the people have gone their own way. And the consequences, the Lord wants them to hear them. If God's ways are disregarded, there are consequences. And in the beginning and at the end, the city of Zion is pointed to as the place of God's presence and power. Also in the opening monologue, Yahweh is telling the people how tired he is of their meaningless sacrifices. 
And here in 66, the message is the exact same. God doesn't care about our routine obedience when the heart of a person is not moved or centered on truly worshiping him. One big difference is that at the beginning of the book, the people of Judah are living on their own terms in a city that is intact. At the end of the book, they have returned from being prisoners in Babylon to a city very much destroyed by conquest. And part of what is happening is that they are rebuilding the temple, which accounts for Yahweh's words here in 66. The whole universe is mine, the Lord says. What kind of house can you build for me? God goes on to say that what he cares most about is a person who is humble. The person who repents. The one who lives in awe of God's presence. This is a fitting message for we who begin a new year. The book of Isaiah is about the people going on a journey. And this journey brings a lot of things. But God is hoping that it will bring transformation. And what we have been reminded of in this last year, we have been reminded of what God values, which is something that we already know. God cares about a heart that is fully centered on him. And because God is everywhere all at once and clearly sees everything, he knows when we are playing. He knows when we are prideful. He knows when we don't really mean it, even when we show up. And he knows when our souls are fully connected to his. The truth is that God longs for us to earnestly worship him. It was true in Isaiah's day. It is true in ours. This passage is a reminder that rituals are not what impresses the Most High. Last week, Pastor Nikki reminded us to always remember what time it is. Yesterday was a celebration of Epiphany, where we remember the visitors who came to see the child born to Mary and Joseph, the ones who brought gifts, who came to bow down. They came to bow down. That was, that was the goal. That's what they wanted. They didn't come to fulfill a religious obligation or because it was a familiar custom. It was quite unfamiliar to them. They came to see the wonder of the God who scaled the universe to be born for humanity. This is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful reminder of how God wants us to come in awe and expectation because then we can understand more of who he is and more of what it is he is leading us into. But sometimes we come in a pattern of ritual and routine where our hearts are very disengaged. These last words in Isaiah remind us to keep coming, to keep worshiping God with our best gifts, with sincere hearts full of hope for what the Lord Almighty alone can do. God intervenes into our time with people in Isaiah's day in order to bring hope and holiness to them. This is what we see in the prophetic books, God choosing to reveal his heart and mind and will to those that he loves. When Jesus was born, a new day was born, in which the people of Isaiah dreamed about. In Epiphany, we rejoice in how God lovingly revealed the way for the Magi to know him 
And God now lives in those who follow Jesus, whose truth lovingly sets us free. What has been revealed to us is how the Christ has died for us, and we are to remember that death, remember that sacrifice by coming to the table to receive new life. I was thinking this week about the evening ritual meal at my house when I was growing up. Dinner was at 5.30, and you better not be late. Everyone had a chore to do. Mine was to set the table with the knives and the forks and the napkins and the glasses all in the right place. So that meant that I could not rush in at 529 and slide into my seat. I had to come in from playing or riding my bike or whatever I was doing and wash my hands so I could do my job. My single dad made a homemade meal most nights. And it was a core ritual in our house. The focus was mostly around the food. But if I could go back and talk to my younger self, this is what I would say. Come and ask if there's more that you could do. Come and ask what your attitude is as you sit at the table. Come with gratefulness that someone has made dinner for you. Because that isn't always going to happen. <clears throat> Come be grateful that there is more than enough. Come with humility because there are many who are hungry and alone and in need. Come and bow your heart and give God thanks for the people that you are sharing this meal with because these people aren't always going to be with you. Pay attention, Colleen. Pay attention to the bigger thing that is going on around you. I guess I would tell myself to have an open heart which is sometimes hard to do when you are a growing child or adolescent. It's hard to do when the family is far from perfect and we have issues. It's hard to do when we take the meal for granted and we don't particularly feel anything. It's hard to do when we only think about ourselves. And it's hard to do when the meal has become routine and rather predictable. God is looking for those who are humble, who are contrite, and who long to be fed by his word. In a world full of New Year's resolutions, a simple one offered to the Lord who died for us seems to be in good order. How can we be more present to Jesus this year? How can we take down our guard or be more full of awe or be more open to the fullness of God? in our midst? How can we be more fully present to the love that God wants to give us? More fully present to the love that he wants us to give others. Communion is a sacrament. It is a moment when God meets with us in a special way. We open our spirits to connect with his spirit in order to find cleansing and meaning and hope and new life and revelation. Revelation is what Isaiah is about. Revelation is what the Magi sought. Revelation is what we all long for. So I pray that the table of communion is not wrote for us today. We have been well prepared. We are not sliding into our seats at the last minute. And God is asking that everyone who would receive his word would come with a tender and open heart. 
like the Magi, let us come and adore the one born to save us. Let us eat and drink with gratefulness and remembrance and with a commitment to live for God. You who truly and earnestly repent of your sins, who live in love and peace with your neighbors, who intend to lead a new life following the commandments of God and walking in his holy ways, draw near with faith and take this holy sacrament to your comfort and humbly kneeling, make your honest confession to almighty God. Together. Almighty God. Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all people, we confess that we have sinned, and we are deeply grieved as we remember the wickedness of our past lives. We have sinned against you, your holiness and your love, and we deserve only your indignation and anger. We sincerely repent and we are genuinely sorry for all wrongdoing and every failure to do the things we should. Our hearts are grieved, and we acknowledge that we are hopeless without your grace. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father, for the sake of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who died for us. Forgive us. Cleanse us. Give us strength to serve and please you in newness of life and to honor and praise your name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Together, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who with great mercy has promised forgiveness to all who turn to you with hearty repentance and true faith, have mercy upon us. Pardon and deliver us from our sins. Make us strong and faithful in all goodness and bring us to everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. We do not come to this your table, O merciful Lord, with self-confidence and pride, trusting in our own righteousness, but we trust in your great and many mercies. We are not worthy to gather the crumbs from under your table. But you, O Lord, are unchanging in your mercy, and your nature is love. Grant us, therefore, God of mercy, God of grace, so to eat at this your table, that we may receive in spirit and in truth the body of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and the merits of his shed blood, 
so that we may live and grow in his likeness and being washed and cleansed through his most precious blood, we may evermore live in him and he in us. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who gave in love your only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption, who by his sacrifice offered once for all, did provide a full, perfect, and sufficient atonement for the sins of the whole world. We come now to your table in obedience to your Son, Jesus Christ, who in his holy gospel commanded us to continue a perpetual memory of his precious death until he comes again. Hear us, O merciful Father, we humbly ask, and grant that we, receiving this bread and this cup as he commanded, and in the memory of his passion and death, may partake of his most blessed body and blood. On the night of his betrayal, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In like manner, after supper, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of this, all of you, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Amen. We're going to invite you to come down. Uh, and we're going to have two lines, and we're going to avoid this. <laughs> and then we invite you to kneel or take the elements back to your seat. I was thinking about the Magi, and I was thinking about how we kind of think of them as all the same. There were three, or however many. We, we think of three. Okay, it's good with that. And they weren't all the same. Like us, we all come for different reasons. We all come with different needs. How we come today is different than maybe we came last year. So that's an important thing. The important thing is that God meets you where you are. The important thing is that God knows your heart. The most important thing is how you leave here, not how you come here. Because God wants to do something in you right now. That's what the sacrament is about. And so may this be a very precious, precious time for all of us in unity, coming together differently and the same to Jesus our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more about the Free Methodist Church of Santa Barbara, you can visit us online at fmcsb.org. We pray this message has been a blessing to you.